Welcome to the Women of the West podcast, exploring the trials and bliss of women blazing trails for themselves through the Western way of life. Brittany Miller is a ranch bronc rider from Montana. Whether it be putting first ride on colts, recovering from injury, or teaching herself to build a saddle, Brittany tackles the project with determination and grit. Listen in as we chat today. I so enjoyed this conversation with Brittany. She was such a sweetheart, and I only wish that I could drink beer with her in person instead of just talking to her on the podcast. Well, so, two and a half months. Yeah, the injury. Yeah, uh, alcohol is really bad for bone growth. So, I uh, mm-hmm. haven't drank since I broke my leg to try to help speed things along. Ugh. I and it looks like it's going or it sounds like it's going well from what I've seen but yeah yep everything's going really great and don't have any pain or any swelling and nothing's bruised or out of place it's been taking the weight pretty well uh this last week where I'm full weight bearing it's been a little bit difficult um but it's not it's not too bad yeah do they still have you in all sorts of braces and stuff or uh, I'm still in a walking boot until next Tuesday, and then I think I will be clear to start wearing regular shoes again. <laughs> and, Ooh, freedom is near. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to put a sock on um, last week, and I actually fell down. <laughs> uh, the first oh, sock I tried to take with the sock on, I fell over. <laughs> So that was really awkward and weird. Have you ever seen those dogs that uh, you put boots on their feet for the first time and then they kind of walk all over like they're drunk? That's exactly what it looked like. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So I guess I tried to like Instagram stalk you, but I guess I don't really know how you got hurt. Do you want to kind of tell the tale of that? Um. So I had, uh, so the, the second weekend of June, I had three rodeos in three different towns in Wyoming, one Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. And I rode Friday night and drove all night to get to the next one Saturday. Um, had some friends riding there that evening. And I don't know, from the very start of the rodeo, like everything was going to shit. Uh, <laughs> friend of mine, bareback rider, he, uh, he was trying, he was doing something and the horse reared up and pawed him in the head, knocked him down. Um, and then another friend of mine, same thing happened to him too. So I was like, just from the start of the rodeo, just bad energy. And I was like, Oh God, this isn't going to go very well. Well, uh, went to, I got on my horse and, um, whoever was heading him out, didn't head him out very good. And he, uh, came out backwards and back into the chute and back out again. And when he did that, he caught my left foot in the gate and it, it got caught in there so hard it, when it, you know, when he went out into the arena to go buck, it ripped my foot back so hard it tore three ligaments in my ankle. And, you know, of course I, I get bucked off, but, um, so I was, <laughs> I didn't realize what had happened. You know, I just thought, oh, you know, sprained my ankle, whatever, hopping around to the judge, ask for a re-ride, no re-ride. Kind of pissed everyone off, actually. Um, But I started noticing something was weird when it it would pop every time I walked. But it would Mm -hmm. would pop, like, loose, like something was, it felt like it was dangling. 
Um, and I've never had a serious injury. Like, so, um, in my mind, I'm just thinking, oh, this is like just the worst sprain you've ever had. So I taped it up and I, and put some ice on it and drove all night to get to the next one. And I was actually debating on whether or not to draw out or just tape it up and get on again and, and then, um, take a whole week to rest before the next weekend and next rodeo. I was fighting my head about it and I made a bunch of phone calls, um, to people ask, asking them what they think I should do. And, um, so I slept on it and decided to get on anyway. I taped it up real good and got on the next one. And I honestly shouldn't have, but you know, I six years without any serious injuries and I've never had one anyway. I don't really know the signs. Like I didn't, I didn't understand what I should have been looking for as far as being an athlete goes. And, uh, so when I halfway through my second ride on the next day, uh, a shoot pain shot up my leg so hard and so intensely that I just, I blew, I dropped everything and just kind of, uh, you know, I I didn't fall off, but just kind of let go of everything. And then that, that jump kind of sent me in the air a little bit, but mid air, I remember thinking, don't, whatever you do, don't land on that left foot, you know, because it was already hurt. So I was trying to twist my body around to land on my back or my butt or on my right side. And, um, but before I could get that way, my right leg was already under me. Kind of, kind of like when guys, like, uh, well, what do they call it? Uh, like Hawkeye Henson, where he, where he like that flying dismount where they land on their feet and settle bronc guys, you know, mm-hmm. after they're done with the ride, they just kind of let go and then they, then somehow they land on their feet. It was kind of like that, but before, it was really bad timing. Like if I hadn't, a, if I hadn't a tried to let like, just fall down on my back, I, it, uh, hard to explain. So in the video, it looks like I'm gonna land on my feet, but I'm already t- I'm already committed to just landing on my back so you know my body's doing two different things and so my my right leg's underneath me and uh and it hit the ground first and when it did it all my weight was on the inside of that ankle and it just just snapped it um oh so it's just really really bad like the way that i was getting the way that i was coming off it looks like i should have landed on both my feet but because of my injury i was trying to do something else and so you know, I got two different things happening at once and it just, my body didn't, you know, my body's going one way, but my mind's going the other. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so gotcha. Yeah, tore ligaments in the ankle one night and got on again the next day and broke my leg. <laughs> Cause I, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh it, God. It's funny. Cause, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, both of my legs, like I can't walk. I had to be carried out of the arena. Um, carried in my car, carried to the ER, carried everywhere. It was, it was poor. Like I could not put weight on anything. Um, I try, I, I tried and I just, I kept falling down and, and you know, making it worse. But, uh, everyone thinks I'm paralyzed because <laughs> I was in a wheelchair, yeah. you know, for two months. I'm like, no, I'm not like, just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean you're paralyzed. But so that was, there was a rumor going around that I'm paralyzed. That was pretty great. Yeah, thank goodness you're not. (laughs) Yeah, no, guys, I just wasn't very smart about it, and it hurt both my feet. 
<laughs> well, one wasn't good enough. You had to overachieve and go yeah, for two, I right? Guess, <laughs> I guess I had to do that. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, and how did you get into being a ranch bronc rider? What started all that for you? Um, well, I'd always, I've always admired broncs. No, like ever since I can remember. Um, but you know, just like every other girl out there, you never think that you're allowed to do it for some reason. There's this social mental block that says you can't do it, even though there's not, there's no rules against it. But, uh, um, I got started when I was a junior in college and I just was outside working with my horse, uh, for the horsemanship program that, um, where I went to college for. And scrolling through Facebook, and I saw there was a women's ranch bronc riding in Idaho. And I was like, what? That sounds exactly like what I want to do. Because um, I do it anyway. You know, I, I rode a lot of colts in college, and it's ranch bronc. So I um, I was like, well, shit, it's just a saddle I ride in every day. How is this any different than what I'm already doing? I can just go, you know, participate in uh, rodeo and see if I can make some money. And my first bronc, I actually ended up winning the rodeo on my first horse I competed on. And then after That's that, awesome. it just took off like wildfire. I mean, I entered everything. Horses I shouldn't have been getting on, horses that were runaways. I mean, I didn't care what it was. If it was too rank for me or if it, was, uh, or if it wasn't anything at all, I didn't care. <laughs> I just wanted the experience, <laughs> and I wanted to be good, and I wanted to be better than the boys. And honestly, that's amazing to me that after this long, this is your first like serious injury. Yeah, for I've I mean, that's a great thing. Extremely <laughs> but, lucky, yeah. And I, you know, and I've been saying that a couple times throughout the last few years too. And it, I mean, it happens. You can't rodeo and avoid injury. I mean, it's it's going to catch up to you, and it's going to happen. And this was this was my time. There was a reason I needed to, for this for some reason there this needed to happen to me, because I know when I come back it's going to be a whole different game. Yeah, unfortunately, it's the it's not the if it's the when game. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's I mean, you're gonna get hurt. It's just timing. And did you grow up in Montana? Um, I, no, I didn't, I grew up everywhere. Um, we traveled around a lot when we were kids. Uh, my mom moved around a lot. California, Washington, Missouri, and I moved to Montana when I graduated high school. I was 17 and moved out here and never left. Got my, got my Montana <laughs> residency, um, when I was a junior in college and um it took me that long to get it and applied and i've been here for nine years now yeah i did that residency thing too and it's worth it but they're strict <laughs> <laughs> i know so I did you go to school in dillon exactly yep yep montana western Mm-hmm. yeah i've had lots of friends go through their horsemanship program and they've loved it everyone that i've talked to has absolutely loved it yeah it is an awesome program i got a lot out of it everyone likes to make fun of you oh yeah you went to college to ride a horse and it's like no there's so much more to it than that 
Yeah, absolutely. And the facilities that Dylan has and the resources and, you know, oh, yeah. the donated cults are, you know, they're some of the nicest well, cults I've ever seen my, go through the Dylan sale. <laughs> <laughs> my, my first year there, like we didn't even have that facility. Like we had to board our horses at random people's places and we had to haul our own horses all the way out <laughs> to Lasance and like, and then every year, uh, they, they built, they had like two, two of those barns that we keep the horses in. And then the next year we got the outdoor. Then the year after that, they got the truck and trailer to haul us back and forth. And like, so every, every year it is improving. Cause I remember when I had to, you know, board my horse five miles outside of town and, you know, arrange my day according to how long it takes to go get him, load him up, haul out to Lasance on the other end of town. And I mean, so that program is constantly improving and I'm like, I'm actually really jealous that I can't, that I'm not there now because they have so many cool classes that I can't, I can't go back. Like I can't go back and take it and retake it. Like they don't have the classes that, um, had, they had when I was there. So it's, I'm super jealous for everyone who's going right now. Yeah. I just had a couple of friends graduate this last year and just some of the, you know, like best horsewomen that I know that are our age, you know, it's just, there's lots of young ladies that are passionate and, you know, lucky enough to kind of find each other in that program, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of got into the ranch Bronx in college. Um, and you, you were talking to, you know, it is such a mental game for you. And I know that getting hurt really threw you off and you're very open about that on social media, which I think is awesome. And well, it, it didn't throw me off until I was cleared to put weight on it. The whole time that I was non weight bearing, I was pissed off and ready and waiting and just biding my time ready to come back and kick ass. And then as soon as I got cleared to put weight on it, for some reason, everything stopped and I was holding back and I started to become afraid and withdrawn and depressed and not and really talking myself down about, Oh, well, you're not going to be good enough. Look, you hurt. This hurts. You can't even walk. You're not going to ride a bronc. Like, so my mental game was taking me to this really awful low the entire time I was, uh, I have been, cause, uh, so like for one week you do 25% of your weight, then 50%, 75 and then a hundred percent of your weight. Um, so like every, every week it was a different challenge. I had the, every step was very calculated about how much weight I would put on and, um, making sure I don't overdo it and all this stuff. And, but every week my mental game changed. I got, um, the more every week, the more weight I was allowed to put on, the, the stronger I got about kicking those demons aside and like, no, look, you're walking faster now. You're, um, you're able to do all these things. And, um, now that I'm full weight bearing this week, uh, I don't have any of those reservations anymore. It, they're almost completely gone. But it's it's Good crazy though. how much of a roller coaster this experience took me through. Because <laughs> the first month and a half, I was just, you know, pissed off and fired up and ready to go. And and I went I went 
down and now I'm back up again and I got on I got on a horse for the first time in two and a half months uh, a couple of days ago and I almost didn't want to do it I almost backed out and um I climbed on anyway and just sat there like yeah, I mean it didn't hurt like not like pain wise just because I haven't used all these muscles yet uh for so long so trying to reuse everything was a little awkward um and you got to ride through the pain and then the next day it's it's better but i think my breaking that has really helped my confidence too about getting back on a bronc because hey now i'm actually able to ride a horse again i feel a lot better well and like i always notice that like you know what it feels like when you're riding super well and it feels good, but man, you really know when you feel like it's, you know, when you feel like a sack of potatoes or you're, you know, you're just, yeah. something's a little bit off and you just feel awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I was kind of wondering, you know, just following you on social media and stuff. It, it seems yeah. like that'd be hard right at the beginning, you know, right at the kind of beginning of your rodeo season and you were, you know, full bore ahead yeah so i've had a lot of time to reflect on it and i I mean like as much as i tried to make this year work for some reason i this whole year my whole rodeo season like just looking at like statistics wise has sucked (laughs) like (laughs) i've bucked off horses i should rode i i was um just not doing very good like my riding ability this year has been way off and i don't know i don't know what the heck was wrong with me this year but nothing was clicking and you know and then i broke my leg so like this this whole entire year has been one really bad weird season for me but i think since the beginning of the year it's been leading up to this moment um something's been trying to tell me something needed to change and I wasn't making any changes and um and then I broke my leg and I was finally forced to sit back and make changes and reflect and figure out what I need to do differently so in a way I'm like when I broke my leg I was actually grateful I wasn't like pissed off or oh god now I can't rodeo anymore I was actually grateful for the break (laughs) I was relieved to break my leg and it surprised the hell out of me i didn't think i was gonna feel that way um <laughs> for, but yeah for some reason i was i was pretty happy about it it's like well there's a reason for this and now you finally get to sit back and and make adjustments and change your life i always look forward to changes like i know a lot of people hate change but um i look forward to it yeah i'm with you i that's one of my favorite things is just feeling like you're, you're making progress and like, you know, that you're taking steps in the right direction to make, you know, what you want a reality. So I guess moving forward, like what are some of the changes that you're looking like forward to? I mean, a lot of things are changing now, but what are you looking forward to as you like rehab yourself and get back into it and move, move in that direction? Uh, well, I, I start my physical therapy in September, so I'm really looking forward to being forced to go work out. 
because uh, <laughs> not something I have ever been strong enough to go do. Uh, I usually, my, my version of working out, how I trick myself into staying in shape is I go hiking. Um, so I love to hike. I love seeing new things and I love to be high. I love to be on top of everything and looking down, um, on where I was. And so that's how I stay in shape because I, I can never get myself to go to a gym. So when I go to f- start doing physical therapy, I think that's going to help me start trying to do that more. Um, it's obviously winter's coming and it's really hard to do that kind of stuff in Montana. Um, when it's this cold, but so I'm looking forward to that self-discipline. Um, I think I'm finally going to start getting after it. Um, when I do that and I'm making a bunch of changes with my saddle and my riding style, but I know, I know my mental game has changed already. Um, I've been thinking and actually been having dreams about me riding again. And in every scenario, I am, I am trying so much harder than I was before because, and I don't know if this is going to sound wrong or bad or whatever, but like now I'm going to be afraid to hit the ground because the last time I hit the ground, I broke my leg. And a lot of guys will tell you, um, that that's actually their motivation to stay on. Like, hey, don't hit the ground. That's where you get hurt. You know, don't hit the ground. That's lava. Don't, uh, don't hit the ground. That's, um, you know, that's how you break, that's how you break bones and stuff. And it's, and a lot of guys have told me that that's their motivation to, to stay on and finish the ride. And I actually think that that's going to be my new motivation. Hey, not, but not in a bad way, not in a negative way. I'm going to turn it into a positive way. Hey, don't hit the ground. You know, you finish this out because like, not because I'm worried I'm going to break my legs again. Cause I'm, I need to be able to take hits. Obviously that's what physical therapy is for. But, um, I think now I'm just going to be more motivated to, to cover everything, no matter how rank it is, <laughs> because I am mm-hmm. concerned about hitting the ground again, but not in a bad way. Just, because I know I'm going to be hard on myself. Like, hey, that that's how I got hurt last time. So, because I gave up and hit the ground. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's it. You know, that's your body's that natural reaction. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's you know, it's it's you know, it's well, that didn't work. Let's learn to do it the other way. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> see turning. If it works, I'm you turning know. it in like it's a it's a negative way, but I'm turning it into a positive i guess yeah i mean i mean it makes sense I, I'm, um, I'm using using that fear as motivation to stay on and finish finish my ride mhm yeah cuz for it's some not pe- really a fear either because i'm not it's not that i'm afraid to hit the ground but i mean it it is a legit concern cuz you i mean you have to be able to hit the ground and take a hit but at the same time, be afraid of it. It's like a, like a mutual respect, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can either use that fear and, yeah, make yourself better off of it, or you know, let that fear keep you from doing it. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. uh, that makes sense. Makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, well. That's you know that's really cool. I'm glad that we're kind of getting to talk about that because. 
you know, I think that I talk about mental health a lot on this podcast, but a lot of time it's not like necessarily in like direct relation to like your performance or your profession or, you know, it's more, Mm -hmm. I mean, mental health is all personal, but you know, when you have something like that, that an event that's like out of your control, but affects you, you know, personally and professionally rodeo because nine, uh, well, uh, rough stock, I guess, because 90% of it is mental. I mean, if you feel good, you're going to ride good. If you're feeling, you know, upset or, uh, you know, angry or whatever, you're going to be, uh, you're not hundred percent of your game. You're going to ride, you're going to ride bad because you're distracted. And I don't know, some people can block it out. Some people can trick themselves into, into just, you know, oh, I'm going to get motivated. And, you know, like bull riders, they slap themselves around and get all fired up. And like, I, I can't trick myself into it. If, if I'm not feeling it in that moment, then I, I can't do that. I, but I'm, I'm also one of those, not loners, I guess, but, um, like my my mental game severely affects how I ride, so I, I take I take extra care of of that, and I well I'm more aware of it too. But I usually go off by myself at rodeos and kind of do my own thing because I know myself and I know what I need to do to get in the right state of mind. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's fair and that's- to drive all that way just to go fall off because I didn't prepare myself correctly. <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure you drive way too many miles to do that <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> oh well and that's yeah i think it's hard for people to like allow themselves that you know it's just kind of like that's something where there's so many people there watching you around you all the time it must be kind of hard to find that little you know i'll use the word like corner find that corner for yourself and Mm-hmm. Focus and trust it, I guess. Um, did you find anything in your life that surprised you while you had this time off? Did you learn anything new or, you know, take time to do things that you didn't do before? Um, it, not, not really. Well, I guess kind of. I mean, so I've been I've been trying to stay busy with my hands to keep my uh mind distracted to not think about rodeo and everything I'm missing and all the things I can't do so instead of worrying about all the things I'm not able to do I've been trying to stay busy with my hands um so I can focus on what I can do now and I braid um so I learned how to braid cinches last fall. So I picked up that hobby again. Uh, so it was really hard to do it in between rodeos. Um, so I picked up making cinches and I've made quite a few to help pay my medical bills too. And, uh, so I, I started doing that and I bought a saddle tree back in May with intentions of starting it, uh, building on it this winter, you know, a little winter project. Um, well, since I broke my leg, I have a whole bunch of free time. So I started building on it, uh, about a month ago now, but I, I've had to be gone for four or five days every other week or so. Um, 
for that TV show and stuff. So I haven't been able to work on it very consistently. So it's taken me like two months to get the saddle done, but I haven't been around for, um, I'm like in and out kind of doing it when I can. So I'm surprised myself with how, how creative I've become with my hands and making my own gear and, uh, working with leather for the first time. I'm working with leather and tooling for the first time. And the project that I'm doing is a saddle. <laughs> so it's like I went, usually you kind of start with just like a belt or something really basic to mess <laughs> up on. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to build a saddle. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been like you can't mess up on it. I mean, if you mess up on it, it's already done and it's hides are expensive. So you can't just go back and remake it really uh, unless you just want to pour all your money into new hides but um so i guess i guess i've been pretty surprised how artistic i've become since i've been since i've been forced to sit down and slow down and just find ways to keep busy to Mm -hmm. keep my mind off at rodeo yeah no i love the saddle project all or nothing you know (laughs) yeah i was like Everyone's like, yeah, you never tooled leather before and you're building a saddle? Yep. Why not? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, heck yeah. You know, I have a theory. You can learn to do literally anything on the internet these days. Anything oh, you want to do. You just yeah. Google it for like an hour. You can figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm actually getting ready to learn. Uh, well, I know how to do the braid. I just don't know how to finish the knots and stuff, I guess. But uh, I'm starting to braid paracord makati's. Uh huh. I don't know if you've ever used those. I use them a lot on colts and stuff because they're heavy. But uh, I mean, I know how to do the round braids. I just, I just never did figure out the knots. So that's that's another project I'm picking up. Because I'm not gonna awesome. ride a bronc. Like I'll be clear to ride a bronc in October, but by then the season's over, really. Um, and I'd rather not, you know, get on for three rodeos or when I can just wait until new year's and have an extra you know three months uh of being weight bearing on my leg and building up strength and stuff so Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna get on until probably new year and try to start my season over again Mm -hmm. oh that'll be awesome that gives you yeah way more physical therapy time and stuff yeah it gives me a couple extra months to build it up and take hits on it and Fall and I work at a sale yard, so we've got all these fall sales coming up, and it's—I mean, I'll have—I'll uh, have a lot of hours horseback to gain strength back in my leg and walking on back and forth and up and down alleys and yada yada. So I think uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm doing the smart thing this time and just gonna wait. Which is what I should have done when the day that I broke my leg, but no. You had a bunch of colts and they never been rode before, and that's my favorite thing is putting first rides on, you know, Bronx, and so I had to had to get on. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm done. Teasing me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm Testing so glad to hear that. Yeah. 
all, all is, you know, sounds like you're headed in the right direction and all is, all is well. And, you know, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm glad that you're, you know, propelling yourself so far forward with this injury. It's pretty cool to see. My biggest thing was just getting on a horse last weekend. Like, um, that was, that was my biggest block, I think. And I'm, well, I'll probably getting on a Bronco will be another one, but I think being horseback for four or five months before I try to get on a Bronco help. But I think me getting on, oh, yeah. getting on a horse again, you know, it, it's only been two and a half months, but it feels like, it, it feels like a whole year to me. Like I had almost forgotten it. And, uh, and then when you got on, and then when I got on, it was just like all, all of my memory and my muscles woke up and just, took over and it's like I never lost it so it was really comforting to know that I had that to rely on that muscle memory and I think and that's what I'm going to try to rely on when I get on a bronc again like it'll just click as soon as I get in and nod my head and the gate opens and that first jump I'll just wake up and and go right back to it like I never missed a beat yeah yeah you know our subconscious does a lot more for us than I think we know you know, just yeah. Some and things I, are second it's nature. Me a long time to trust that. You know? Oh yeah, I still second guess mine. You know, all the time, and I know I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Brittany for doing this interview. Thank you all for tuning in. You can find her on Instagram at Bucking Horse Gal. Thanks again. <laughs>